Okay, we're going to go shortlist.com, okay? Okay, shortlist.com. The best retro games, the best classic video games around. Okay. The the range I have here is 93, 89, 92, 92, 92, oh, okay. 86, 81, okay. 92, and 78. Ah, okay, cool. So... so all right, so we got late 70s to early 90s then. Yes. Okay, cool. So I know what to, to, what to, what to okay. So I'm going to put this out there. You talked about 1978. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to put Space Invaders out there. Uh, uh, and then I'm going to put uh, Pac-Man. And let's see, 1986, I am going to, let's see, 1986. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, put, some of these are arcade games. Yes. Uh, so 1986, I'm going to put Super Mario Brothers, uh, because it was released in Japan. And let's see, I will put uh, Final Fight. Uh, let's see, Street Fighter 2. Okay, I give. Okay, so that's okay. that's what I that's what I'm throwing out there. Retro games, best retro games. Number one, Super Mario Brothers 3, mm. NES 1993. Number two. The Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. I don't know if I agree with that. Number three, Tetris. I forgot about Tetris. 1989. Yeah. Uh, number four, Street Fighter Two Turbo. Kind of got that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. No. 92. Um, number six, Super Mario Kart. 92. Oh, my goodness. Number seven, Outrun. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Donkey Kong. That's an 81. Weird. I was thinking Donkey Kong, but I'm like, uh. Number nine, Streets of Rage. Uh, number 10 here is Space Invaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 11 was Super Metroid. 14, Miss Pac-Man. There's your Pac-Man. Okay. 15, Gauntlet. Really? I had thought of that, but I'm thinking, no. 16 was Pong. Sensible Soccer. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't agree that with That was Paper... Amiga and MS-DOS, by yeah, the way. I don't agree with Paperboy either. But, the Day of the know, Tentacle, yeah. another MS-DOS, Manic Miner. Yeah, that's a, that's a computer game. And Chucky game. Egg. Yeah. Those are all um, those are computer games. Yeah, Spectrum. ZX Spectrum, Spectrum, yeah, ZX uh, Spectrum. I don't know if I agree it. with that list. Yeah, I don't know, if, but Paperboy. But yeah, so, so that's a, that's a, that was cool. Yeah, so sometimes we would just, uh, you know, we're just kind of sitting around. But yeah, if you want to, you know, throw something uh, my way for the for the next show, uh, you know, feel free to feel free to do that. I would be, you know, happy to uh, commiserate about it. I have no problem with that. Yeah, so we're recording. Here it is. Uh, Lou political party. <laughs> Carville said it's a really stupid idea. <laughs> that to me is funny. Well, I just images. Uh, just the logo, just just the logo. I mean, here it uh, is. Look, hmm. see. Ah, uh, that's that's boring. <laughs> that's boring. I'm thinking, you know, maybe like a. It's a, like here we are face to face, <laughs> a couple of silver spoons. That's what it is. Well, I, I was just I was just thinking maybe it would be like a donkey with a trunk or like an no, elephant with it's like like they're look good look at. Look, they're going to kiss. See how the trunk goes oh, up. Oh, I see. They're going to kiss. All right. So sp- kiss. speaking of th- you know, things that are about to kiss, uh, welcome to the sandwich board. 
What is that's not even a transition. <laughs> I'm not no. It is now. Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to the Sandwich Board. Um, maybe the... your sandwich, maybe the bread gets a kiss of mayo. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> sure, or a kiss of a kiss of dewy lettuce. Well, it's not going to be a kiss from me. Oh, That's not happening. Okay, I don't do PDAs. You know that. It's a PDA. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome back to the Sandwich Board. I'm the Pickle Bandit. I'm a bandita. And uh, yeah, we're here to talk about the the most wondrous, uh, splendiferous, uh, you know, fight of the uh, century known as SummerSlam 2022. Uh, that's what we're talking about uh, this week. Um, I, I What is it they call it? Something in the summer? What is it? The, the, the ride of the summer? The biggest event of the summer? I don't know. It's like WrestleMania, but better. That's how they. That's how they used to market it, but it wasn't because last year's was terrible. It used to be the only time that that John Cena wrestled. That's what it used to be. The only time that John Cena wrestled. SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're here to talk about SummerSlam. I, I I I can't bring myself to talk about this week in in Pokemon Go. Um, because there's just really not much to talk about. Um, uh, well, I beg to differ, and if Michael was here, he would talk about it. Well, Michael Domus is is not here. Uh, so uh, this week, so you know, it's just it's just you and I. Well, what he would talk about is the fact that they have this special incense that they were giving us free, which incense, if you know anything. Is like something that attracts Pokemon to you, so you put like a, you know, like off spray, right. incense go away. Yes. Well, this incense makes Pokemon come to you. Right. It's like Axe body spray for Pokemon trainers. It just makes the Pokemon come. If you know? Axe body spray worked, yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't. The commercials told me different. And, uh, you know, we here, uh, uh, okay, uh, once again, this week in Pokemon Go. This week of Pokemon Go, there's a new incense, a new challenge. It's on your special research, and they give you this incense. And remember, incense is supposed to make Pokemon come to you. I already described that. However, this incense, you have to walk around in order to use, which that defeats the whole purpose of incense. Incense is supposed to be so Pokemon come to you. But apparently, it only lasts 15 minutes, and you have to walk around the whole 15 minutes, or else Pokemon won't come to you. Once again, I believe this is a developer Niantic's way of getting people, shoving people out the door, um, you know, in spite of, you know, icky, yucky things that are floating around, uh, 
in the air. And I think that's that this is another part of that initiative. So poor Micronomus. Micro? Microdomus. <laughs> Michael the Domus. smallest, the smallest Domus. The you Michael Domus. You can only see this Domus with an electron microscope. Microdomus. So Michael Domus. Uh, he tried to use the incense like two, three days in a row, and it didn't work until he figured it out. And he was real mad. Oh, <laughs> he wasn't catching any Pokemon. I only got one. See, I got it by accident mainly because we were driving. And I was a passenger, and so uh, I activated it when we were driving. And yes, it worked for me, but I still really didn't get how it worked. Yeah, well, that's how it worked. Mm. Can I? And they didn't explain it to us before they started it. You had to look it up, or you had to look at their blog if you wanted to know. Right? Can I? Can I talk about my new my new account just a little bit? Just a little bit, because since the last time we we did a show. Um, I got a, a, a new account, different account, a spoiler account. Uh, so pretty much um, because uh, Schmer for Greif has been, uh, you know, squatting in our... He got our, banned, I think. Oh, did he finally get banned? We think. Oh, we haven't wow. haven't seen him. So, well, he'd been on our same team. And if he's on our same team, you can't kick the person out. Only a person from the other team can kick the other person out. So I uh, created a new account on a different device and I'm on a different team. And so the only... Why are you publicly admitting to cheating? I'm not cheating. <laughs> I do not cheat. No. Schmer for Greif cheats. Yeah, you're not spoofing. You're I'm not, actually there. Yeah, I'm actually there. I'm just using a different account. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, but the only reason for existence is to kick that one person out of the gym. No other reason. That's the reason for living. And uh, so every once in a while, I'll get on my alternate account and kick them out. And that's it. And it's fun. It's a good time. And I leave everyone else alone. I just kick Schmer for Greif out. Is that anything else? Uh, I don't think so. All right. And that's this week in Pokemon Go. All right, so we're here to talk about SummerSlam uh, 2022, and expectations were really low. Let, let me tell you how low expectations were. Uh, Bandita fell asleep uh, halfway through it. Michael, no, Dom- wait, hold on, what? don't be telling on me. Oh, I'm not telling on you. I'm yeah, just, you are. I'm You're just calling tell- me out. By the way, how how low expectations were? No, I didn't have low expectations. Please don't mansplain. <laughs> oh. Mansplain? Yeah. I'm incapable of mansplaining. You're mansplaining what happened. Am I mansplaining? Yes, you are. Okay. I don't even know what mansplaining is. Okay. Well, let me tell you what happened. Okay. I wanted to... I initiated the SummerSlam watching. Right. And I was enjoying myself until it got boring. Yes. And I fell asleep. And then I got... I, I became awake and aware... At the right time, when things got better. <laughs> that's how I. That's how oh, I see it. Okay, uh, th- that's great. I think you explained it 
uh, better than this man could explain it. But I didn't have low expectations because I asked to watch it because I wanted to watch it because I wanted to see what Trips was going to do. Oh, that's true. You know, recently uh, Triple H has you know, taken over as head of creative. And also, I believe he's also uh, head of talent relations as he used to be when he was uh, in charge of uh, NXT, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. That was before he was demoted, uh, I believe it's two years ago uh, by Vince. Um now that Vince is gone, retired, yeah, trips, <laughs> Like the H. end of the whiz. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to, okay, please draw this picture for me, because why is it like the end of the whiz? Because it's like, you know, at the end of the whiz, if you've watched it, I've, when the, I've watched the it. evil witch is dead. Yes. And like, everybody's like, can you? See, oh. <laughs> brand new day. I mean, I'm not the only ones to watch The Wiz. No, no. I Okay, I've, I know what you're talking about. Right, now. everybody right. like peels off that gross stuff. And they're all like <laughs> attractive underneath and happy. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sure it's a, it's a Io Shirai is happy. Dakota Kai is, is happy. Anyone that was in NXT should be happy. Or anyone that's career got derailed when they went up to the main show might be happy. And anyone that had gone to AEW because they couldn't take what was how they were being treated in WWE might be happy too. Maybe, maybe. Tony Khan was reported saying that, um, you know, oh, he's not nervous, right? He's like, oh, I'm not worried, um, which means he's probably worried. So, yeah, Triple H has taken over, but, you know, it's still a week, maybe less than a week into his, his tenure as head of creative. So, you know, what's going to re- what remains of existing storylines and what's new and uh i don't know it's kind of hard to tell but um you know i'm glad it ended the way it did uh let's go can we go down the the card so i'm gonna i'm gonna go down the card real quick um so we have uh let's see oh, okay so the the match so the night uh, opened up with the uh raw women's championship match uh, Bianca Belair, who is the retaining champion, versus Big Time Bex and her boots. Her boots don't work. It's it's like a it's like a Power Ranger costume. It's mm-hmm. like broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the boots wouldn't stay up on it. it she was, had to keep fixing it in between wrestling. It was very distracting. It was incredibly. It was like every time there uh, Bianca was, you know, uh, you know, knocked down. You can saw, I just what? can we just acknowledge for a second the fact that Bianca Belair can twist her braid, <laughs> do like a like hop step, yeah. and clap people's hands at the same time on her way to the ring. That that was amazing. I know Michael Domus was trying to uh, you know pat his head and rub his stomach at yeah, the same time, and that exactly. was that was a challenge. Uh, yeah. So that takes a lot of coordination. So mm-hmm. good on uh, Bel Air uh, for for that. Um, so yeah, it, it opens up and like I said, um, it wasn't it wasn't very good um, given the the talent there. Um, well, it was just it was so brought down by that the stupid boots. <laughs> it just seemed like it had to pause to adjust those boots. 
Yeah, there's like a couple of botches and like uh, something that wasn't sold at all. So it was like, eek. Right. So a little cringe. Right. The selling wasn't that great. And uh, and the match ends with uh, what? With Bel Air. With a handshake. With a handshake. <laughs> and Bel Air winning. So I'm assuming this is to make up for Bel Air getting uh, buried at the end of SummerSlam last year. You know, after for sure. o- yeah, after holding her, her, after holding the belt for only what two or three months, right? So I think this is kind of a, an apology, in a way. Um, I don't know if this is gonna help. You know, well, what's gonna help is what happened at the end of the match, right? Oh, yeah, which is you know Dakota Kai, uh, Io Shirai, and. Um, Bailey making her big Bailey, return back right, from her ACL injury. Yeah, really exciting uh, mm-hmm. for the women's division. You know, NXT had you know in its heyday, which was what three years ago, just three years ago, uh, had one of the best women's divisions uh, in in professional wrestling. I think better than AEW. Better than AEW. Yeah. I mean, think about the experience of the May Young tournament. Just that alone right there shows right. you. Uh, both of them, right. So, yeah. So, I mean, not a great match, but, you know, a little bit of hope for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we move on to, um, I believe it was the uh, the Miz versus Logan Paul. Was that next? Match, yeah. <laughs> now that I had low expectations for. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Pleasantly surprised the match because we all know and we, you know, talked about this. I think the last uh, last uh, pay-per-view that uh, our premium event that the Miz is probably the safest guy for a non-wrestler to work with because Correct. he doesn't hurt people. And he's already worked with lots of non-wrestlers. Right. Honestly. Yeah. And, you know, of course, you know, he's got the TV show and, you know, the kind of the quote unquote Hollywood connection. So it makes sense. Uh, but he's also really good to work with, and he's really safe. And so you had Logan Paul. Uh, that dude, you know what? <laughs> Say what you want about The Miz, but he sells things like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, man. The faces. <laughs> right. It's just he puts all his acting class into it. He did that in his dancing. He was on Dancing with the Stars, too. So Right. He just... He's very expressive with his body and with his face, especially his face. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and look at Paul. You know, Michael Domus, to quote Michael Domus, did the work. It looks like he did the work. Yeah, he did a genuine frog splash. Yeah, um, off the corner. He didn't get tired or winded. No. So he yeah, looked pretty good. He looked like a like a wrestler. So. Yeah, you know, and uh, had some competent throws. Uh, uh, hit that uh, blockbuster off the turnbuckle. That uh, was really nice. So yeah, all in all, heck, there were worse that evening. You know, you could do worse that evening. Right. I would agree with that. I would also say that Logan Paul has a very punchable face. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. You know, if you just wanted to see Logan Paul, you know, get beat up a little bit, uh, you know, <laughs> there's something for everybody. Nostromicus did say that he reminded him of a heel from the 80s that was like a heel 24-7. You know, because that's what they required of all heels back then. Right. 
back when they had the sustained kayfabe, you know, the kind of the uh, f- the pretend storyline, you know, outside of you know the ring. Yeah, just right. somebody that everybody hates. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll accept that. It, you know, if Logan Paul wants to go full time. You know, he could. He could automatically come in as as a well, heel. Well, he signed a contract. Oh, that's true. <laughs> he could come in as a heel. I mean, he could, you know, and everybody could dump on him because, oh, you know, you haven't earned this. You're just an. You oh, know, he's gonna make a heel turn. Internet celebrity. You're just an internet celebrity. No, he's definitely right? gonna make a heel right. turn. Oh yeah, he's got to. If he's gonna stay in, then and you know, continue doing some solid work. You know, beyond you know, working with the Miz. Be funny if you see him go up against John Cena. That would be funny. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what a spectacle! Yeah, I, I'd like to see that too. So, uh, following. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Logan Paul won. Um, so that brings us to uh, no disqualification. Uh, well, match. it wasn't just that Logan Paul won, if yeah. you recall. Which I don't. You don't recall. <laughs> AJ Styles came out. Oh, that's right. And supposedly it was like we were supposed to believe that that's who was training Logan Paul behind Miz's back. Right. Because he had a phenomenal forearm, but it wasn't quite phenomenal. It was a pretty good forearm. It It wasn't phenomenal. (laughs) That's right. So AJ Styles, that's right. At the end of the match, AJ plays spoiler because Tommaso Ciampa of NXT, formerly of NXT maybe, um, you know, uh, you know, is in the Mrs. Corner. Uh, yeah, they came out wearing Nickelodeon slime coats. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Maurice, yeah, Maurice was. Uh, <laughs> she came out also. with some, I don't know, they looked like robots' balls. They're huge. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> A medieval weapon. Medieval weapon. It looked like two BB-8, headless BB-8s. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it was those big versions of those clackers that you used to play with in, in grade school. That's what yeah, I don't what know. It was. Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, Miz cool. almost hit Maurice with a phone, I think, <laughs> or something. I, I don't know exactly. Yeah, what that what that was. It looked like he. I don't know. He just braked, and uh, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. So that you know, that's all I had to say. So then we have a, a no disqualification match between the Mysterios versus Judgment Day, uh, which um, <laughs> Judgment Day and okay in all transparency and just honest, I haven't really been keeping up with, with Judgment Day is cringe. Uh, <laughs> I hope that breaks up soon. I hope so too because everybody in that stable uh, is much better. Than the, the the you know solo people Finn Bauer was great on his own he deserves better mm-hmm. um, Rhea Ripley really hasn't met her potential yet still pretty young but I don't think she's met her potential yet I don't think she's been given a, a chance and of course and then you have um, the Archer of Infamy uh, I don't I'm trying Damian Priest who can hold his own too. I don't know why they put them together in the, the, the Matrix Leather Club. I'll tell you why. Why? Uh, to give relevance to Edge. Oh, that's right. Because Edge was he came uh, out at the end uh, to get his revenge. Ay ay ay! For a second there, I thought it was I thought it was Kane, but he came out later. He came out as 
He came out. It was so scary because he wants to take everyone's. Wait, <laughs> you're gonna have to cut that out. I don't no! get political. No, I'm gonna keep it. No, I'm you gonna, can't. Oh, you can't. Oh man. Well, wait. Maybe I can say it differently. It was so scary because um, I didn't know if I was gonna have all my choices after he left. Is that a good way? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's that's not political, right? Sure, sure. This is, uh, like my choice to, um, I don't know. I, can't. I just can't. I think it's just a choice. Like, is, yeah, all just my some, choices. It's the, the choice of a new generation. Like, yeah, Pepsi. I didn't know if I was still gonna have the choice of a new generation or not <laughs> after he left, but. Right. I'm okay. Where I live, it's okay. <laughs> That's all I think I'll say. We could have you Coke, cut that or, any way you want Coke or Pepsi. Yes. <laughs> yes. We should all have a right to choose between Coke or Pepsi. <laughs> and Kane shouldn't tell us. He shouldn't dictate to us what we drink. <laughs> or how we drink it, by the way. Or who we drink it with. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay, or if we want to have drinks with whoever we want to have <laughs> for the rest of our lives, no matter who, we should be able to do that. And sometimes you just want a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, should be able to have Dr. Pepper, Sprite, 7-Up, any of those. Oh, so somewhere in there, there was a mistake. <laughs> He just came out and said how many people were there. That's about it, right? Did some pyros. Yeah. Ooh. He's a busy guy. He's he a busy sweating guy. like I'm sweating right sweating now. Sweating like an animal. Warm, warm <laughs> in this room. It's warm in this rhino. And uh, okay, Mysterios versus uh, Judgment Day. Mysterios, uh, which is you know uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. and Ray Mysterio Jr. Jr. A.K.A. Uh, Dominic Mysterio. If anyone had a punchable face, I'm just saying. No, it's Logan Paul definitely has a punchable face. Yeah, but you just want to do harm to Dominic Mysterio. He just has that look where you just want to either kidnap him or, you know, fight over custody over him or something, right? I say... Let Dominic choose whatever he wants to drink, too. <laughs> Don't make him choose between Pepsi or Coke, either. <laughs> the Mysterios dressed up like Ronald McDonald. Uh, I thought they looked like chicken. Chicken. That's what they reminded me of, chicken. They, um, they look, look Michael said, anybody want McDonald's? Michael Thomas. But uh, to me, it was like, they just reminded me of chicken. They like look, chicken. <laughs> look like Gene Wilder and uh, Richard Pryor at the beginning of Stir Crazy. Yeah. That's, that's what it looked like. Um, and uh, it was not good. Um, it was it was very, very not good. Um, no. Edge coming out wasn't good either. No. Cut his hair, though. Yeah, but it's just all Edge and Beth Phoenix do is they like, they get all pumped up. They come out. They're like, they run into the ring and they clear it and then, and then that's it. And then they get tired because they're old. Oh, and then they go back home to their kiddos. Yeah. Um, it's cringe. So, yeah. And, and pretty much what, uh, you know, it, uh, how did it end? It ended with, uh, 
Edge came out. <laughs> Edge came out. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much how it ended. So I, I'm just gonna just gonna move on, move on from there. Um, then we have. Oh gosh. Then we had. Oh no. We had the other celeb. Why don't we even call it a celebrity match? Right? Is a uh, Pat McAfee named after a very annoying um, antiviral <laughs> <laughs> computer software. Yeah. That as soon as it vents, they bug the crap out of you to put it back on. Whenever so you have are a you new sure? computer. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to get rid of oh me? Oh my gosh. I'm McAfee. Are you sure? Are you sure? So yes, oh I want to get gosh. rid of you. Are you really sure? Yes, I want to uninstall you. Are oh you really, really sure, pouty face? This is just as annoying as the actual announcer dude. Okay, one thing that SummerSlam had for it, and I was wondering where Matt McAfee was, okay, <laughs> is that it didn't have Matt McAfee uh, announcing. I'm thinking, oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah, that was the best part of him having a match. Uh, yeah, is that it took him off the booth. And that he, I know Logan Paul did better than him, but he didn't do as bad as I think thought he was going to do. Yeah, he had a, he, he you know, he had a, a couple moves that he could do. And that was about, it's like Gronk, you know. Uh-huh. It, it was just a I would co- say same level. Yeah, though. he could do a couple of things. He practiced a couple of things and then he did it, you know. So, I mean, at least there's that. And then there's uh, Happy Corbin, um, which I don't know. They don't know what to do with the guy. I don't know if, if I yeah. I have faith that Trips will figure something out. Well, you know, he, he might. You know, uh, Happy was NXT at one point. You know, and who knows? Maybe you know you you can bring him back to to whatever standard. Because I it seemed like people were thrilled that he came up to the main roster when he debuted. So obviously, he had something come going for him. Uh, you know, uh, before that, that was before the last I... time he was good was like when he was like part of corporate, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much before he became King Corbin. Before he became King Corbin, and yeah, then he fell off. Yeah, oh my gosh, and yeah. Vince did a ridiculous storyline with him, right? And just trust me. And now he's doing like a the poor man's million dollar man. How can you do the poor man's million dollar man? I don't know, but they found a way to do it. He's like the poor man's million dollar man. So it ended with McAfee winning. Uh, you know, he did his one move of doom, which was the superplex off the, uh, you know, off the the top rope, and you know that was the that was the end of that. Really, um, let's see. And then, oh, you know what? I forgot to mention. We also had. Um, I think earlier in the before that match, we had the U.S. Championship match. Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Bobby Lashley yeah. versus Austin Theory. N- now I've never seen a U.S. Champion get pyros before. Have you ever seen a U.S. Champion get pyros before? He's the Almighty. That's all I can say. I guess so because um, yeah. So the U.S. Champion and and. You know, what else could you be? The, the announcers are saying, oh, he's so proud to be the U.S. champion. You know, he's really stoked about it. Is there anybody stoked about being the U.S. champion? Do you know anybody? John Cena doesn't count. Right. <laughs> His name is Peacemaker. <laughs> so, and then Austin Theory, who is, was, you know, Vince's pet. 
project, you know, for the last, you know, year or so. Uh, getting all oh, the dude that stole Tyler Breeze's gimmick. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so Austin Theory, who getting just I don't know, just the the hardest push. I mean, before you can even say Roman Reigns, you know, he was already you know in the Money in the Bank. So Lashley, uh, Lashley, uh, uh, did Lashley beat Austin Theory? This is where my 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 hopes were getting dashed. I didn't see Theory with a belt later. Or hear about that title that's, change. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Lashley. Uh, Lashley holds on to it. Oh, then we have the oh boy tag team match. Tag team match uh, between the Usos versus the Street Profits with Jeff Jarrett as the referee, which really made like a no difference. Why put Jeff Jarrett in there? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Why? Because he did an interview. That's why. Because he did an interview. Yeah, it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, and that's it. This podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's just relevance, I guess. Plus, I guess Nashville. I don't know. That's about it. Uh, And, you know, people do Nashville things. So you had, uh, you know, the Usos coming out, uh, holding the title for, I don't know. I think... it's like a year. It's been a, a long time it's been since a, the tribal chief and all that. Yeah, all that business, the chili necklace, and you know all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and then you had uh, the street. Pro- Speaking of pandering, you had the street profits coming out uh, with the uh, the Tennessee Titans uh, cheerleaders. <laughs> at least they weren't throwing pizza at people. <laughs> if only that oh. was worst case scenario. Oh, that would be gross because it was you know it, you know it was Tennessee thunderstorms in the summer, so it was about in the low 80s with the humidity of you know over 60 percent oh gosh pizza in the crowd would have been awful uh so they come out and uh so yeah they do their match the same match they've been doing for you know the last what happened to the good old days when all they threw is pancakes i miss pancakes yeah. gosh i miss pancakes but that you know did we ever get the ice cream that they promised the new day promised ice cream and I don't remember them ever throwing ice cream out in the audience. No, that probably would have been welcomed there at that arena. It was slippery. It was a slippery evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a lot of baby oil. A lot, a lot, a lot, of, lot baby, of baby oil. oil. A lot of baby oil. It was like somebody said, "I think we need more baby oil," so. or somebody was like, "I got a fever," <laughs> and. Uh, the only cure is more baby oil. Bring the tanker truck. And uh, yeah, so then you had, uh, what do you have? Who who won? The Usos won. Big surprise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going to happen there. The tag team division, I think, is really tiny and it's really small. And it's been very They need to fix that. Yeah, for sure. They need to fix that. That and the women's division. Um, and then you have the Smack, SmackDown. I'm sorry, but... No, I said it needs work. Yeah, yeah, big time. SmackDown Women's Championship, Liv Morgan versus uh, Ronda Rousey. Man. I woke up at the end of this one. Yeah. Because I had fallen asleep, like, I'll admit when I fell asleep, it was at the end of the Happy Corbin McAfee thing. I didn't see the tag team one, and I missed almost all of the... Next women's match until the end. Yeah. When Rousey, quote unquote, turned heel. Uh, you, you know, oh boy. Um, I, I don't, 
it was it was it was underwhelming you yeah, know i have to agree with bleacher report that was the one they gave a c i would have given it a c i didn't watch all of it but the ending was definitely a c <laughs> the ending was terrible the ending was terrible because they're doing the whole you know did she or didn't she oh she was robbed only, you know, to make uh, Rousey turn heel. And which really, I mean, how much do you need for Rousey to turn heel? She was kind of a tweener character anyway. It, it just seemed like a, a just a, a waste of time. I don't think it helped Liv Morgan at all, for sure, who supposedly, you know, deserved this title after all this hard work. Moving on to the main event, uh, which is actually... <laughs> I did not have high hopes for this. No, because there hasn't been a good main event in like at any of the big four in a long time. Yeah. You know, uh I was not prepared. Yeah. For what I was about to see. <laughs> for the zaniness. Yeah, just the randomness, just the wild antics that were gonna happen. The um boundary <laughs> the boundary pushes that we're gonna go forward yeah and uh we just we have uh one person to thank for this and that is john deere that's the person that we have to thank for this because brock lesnar versus uh roman reigns travel chief head of the table big dog um acknowledge him acknowledge him <laughs> and uh, comes in on uh, a tractor with a Brock Lesnar came in. On a he tractor. drove a tractor. Drove a tractor up to the match. Then he proceeded to climb up onto was it the shovel, the shovel of the tractor? Yes, yes. And then they tried to announce him, and he was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> he announced himself. <laughs> but it was legit because. Brock Lesnar actually, he's a farm guy. He has a farm. Right. He's a he, farm boy, they said. Whatever. Right. He farms boy. in Minnesota in his, you know, in his downtown. So it was legit. It wasn't like too cringe. Like when they had um, Big Show drive like a semi truck. And I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> come on. He just drives semi trucks. Come on. Paul White. Come on. <laughs> You drive a little car, you know it. Even if he drove a big car, because a, a big person would need a big car. It's not a semi truck. Come on, doesn't drive a semi truck. It's like you're trying to like pander and be like, I don't know, like some union person. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just, somebody that drinks drivers. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah, that maybe that's that was going on. Yeah, um, yeah. So he drives in on a, on a tractor. Yeah, legitimately knows how to drive one, so uh, which was great. And yeah, it jumps, it announces itself, and then proceeds to, and I didn't think this was going to happen, actually jumps off the shovel. Yeah, he put it up high. Yeah. He put the shovel on the high position, and he jumped off of it onto Roman Reigns. And started uh, beating up like, on him. Whoa, well, here we go. Because, I mean, you don't consider that. Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns will take such a chance. Right, right. I mean, it wasn't like a hardcore match. It was the last man's standing match, but it ended up being like a hardcore match. Right. I mean, people were, uh, they were bleeding in some places. There were tables broken, not once, but twice the same table. Right. Um, there was like one side 
was like just had bits of table all over and then he threw Roman Reigns into that side. I was like, oh my gosh. Right. So Roman Reigns got th- thrown, uh, you know, thrown through it. He also took a really couple of good bumps with the uh, the steel, uh, you know, with the steel um, stairs. Uh, Brock Lesnar hit him with the steel stairs a couple of times. And then Roman Reigns was hit him with the broken side of the uh, the table. Hit Brock Lesnar with the broken side of the table. Do I remember that right? No, I think Brock Lesnar hit him. Oh, okay. Yeah. The side of the table. But he put Roman Reigns through one of the sides of the table. It was already broken in half. And oh, he put him yeah. through one of those that was leaning up against the side. And, and Roman was like, he needed a second. And right. he was like holding his arm, and I'm like, "Whoa, I hope he's okay." Right. Well, because his head he bounced up off. Too. Yeah, his head bounced off the um, mm-hmm. the barricade. So I think that was what the issue was. And uh, so they were taking some pretty hard bumps. So look at this is not going to be a technical, you know, showcase, right? You just, no, it right. wasn't. Well, it shouldn't be because right. in the past when they've done that, it's always been a mistake. No, right? No, you got two guys moving around outside the ring being each other then they went it slowed down actually when they got into the ring and then it picked up again once they left the ring again yeah exactly and there was even a point where brock lesnar he would periodically just i guess i don't know whenever he felt like it get back into the tractor and do something with the shovel at one point he picked up roman reigns and threw him into the ring with the shovel right (laughs) it's like what he dropped him in there Right. Now, what I did, didn't enjoy was the inconsistent county countdown oh, by yeah, the ref, because yeah. there were some times where really they should have been, you know, counting down, like when Lesnar put Roman Reigns in the shovel. That should have been a count, right? But the end result, pretty cool, dumping him in the ring mm-hmm. with the shovel, right? And then what does he proceed to do after that? Oh my goodness, he backs up the tractor and he starts pushing. You think, oh, he's just gonna shove the shove the the ring a little bit with the tractor, you know? No. He demolished the ring. He lifted it up in one corner so that it was like slanted. Yeah, slanted and pointing downward. And it was like he demolished it. Yeah. And Roman Reigns kind of just run, rolling off. Great. And it wasn't Excellent. in a ridiculous way, like, you know, like when, like, Kane would come up through the bottom. <laughs> or, like, Undertaker was stripped down. The, that was, like, ridiculous. Right, Matt. right, right, right. No, it wasn't like that. No, no. Although, I, I was expecting to see Gatorades. Uh, underneath uh, I was disappointed and or the Shields old clubhouse you know one of those two you know when they used to cut their promos uh, in the dark you know that's where we thought that they were doing that then we saw clubhouse. some fun things like the Usos come out and try and spoil everything right and then we saw <laughs> Paul Heyman took a point yeah. announcing table I was like whoa so Paul Heyman <laughs> was trying to interrupt and Brock Lesnar F5s him into the table. Wow. So there was, I would say this is a match that had a lot of catharsis in it. Because there were so many things that you're like, yeah, this feels right. This should have happened a long time ago. Which doesn't surprise me since there's, you know, Trips is in charge now. Yeah, so this is what I'm thinking that this, some of this was engineered 
by Triple H. Because, um, like, Austin Theory, coming when he came out to try to cash, you know, it looked like, oh, man, you know, here comes, you know, Vince's, you know, pet doggy, and he's going to do a Seth Rollins, and, you know, he's going to, you know, cash in on one of the two guys, you know, on the ground. And that didn't happen. And I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if uh, Triple H had anything to do with that, you know, being that he's the head of has everything to do with it. Right. And put a stop to that. So I think I'm hoping, you know, that's what happened. Because that gives me hope, you know, if that's the case. I'm thinking. Well, the point is that it was a great match. And, And part of what made it so great is it was very random. It was unexpected. Like, you couldn't have guessed it. And I know they're doing this kind of stuff because of DraftKings, but I don't care. (laughs) I want to see it go that way. Like, how many Superman punches are we going to see? And then it says on the bottom in tiny things, if you have a gambling problem, (laughs) you can contact this. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, man. And, yeah, so it was everything a a big, like, if you're going to have a main event on one of the big four, this is what it's got to be. So the very end of it, what they took is they took all the debris of broken tables and like steps and they had to bury Brock Lesnar after he gave him a series of uh, shots. spears and, shots, and, with and the belt. shots with the belts and with various things. They had to bury him and all the debris and then Roman Reigns got on top of the debris so he couldn't get up anymore. Yeah. And like, okay, it's, you know, it's audacious and I'm sure half the crowd hated it, but whether you liked it or you hated that, it was entertaining. And unexpected. Right. That was the main thing for me. Right. You got to be on the edge of your seat in a main event when you, when it's one of the big four. You got to be, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, you know, because you think something's going to happen and then something else happens, right? And this is what, and that's exactly what happened. And I liked it. And I was like, I was into it for the first time in a long time. I wasn't at the edge of my seat. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm kind of, mm, I'm still a very, very, very jaded, but I was into it. I, I really, yeah. Good on Lesnar, good on uh, the Usos, and good on uh, Joe, I aka Roman Reigns, big chief, head of the table, big dog. Acknowledge me. Yeah. To SummerSlam. Yeah, it seemed like a WrestleMania match, actually. Yeah, yeah. I felt like uh, my, my time wasn't totally wasted, and that's what, how you want to feel when you go home after a wrestling match, right? You don't want to feel like... Be like, whoa, I seen something, and... If you didn't get the pay-per-view or you didn't come here, like, yeah, it's not going to be enough to just read about it. Right. You know, it's like going to a live show or going or the Sunday stunner and where the good guys, all the good guys win. If you want to watch the good guy win, you got to got to go to the live show. And so you can go home and you feel good about things. And so, yeah, you feel good about things. Great. So oh, anything else, anything else uh, before we're before we're we're done with this? Was there any other segments that we missed? Do we have other segments? No, that we usually do like a Pokemon Go, and then we go right into that. Wow. You know, uh, one of these days, you know, we gotta, you know, bring in like, you know, that happens at McDonald's. I'm gonna bleep oh, that no, out. We don't need to. We don't need to go there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not as fascinated with that as I was then. That was a pandemic thing, I think. Oh, okay. 
all right. So that's all the show that we have for today. And uh, so next time we'll we'll talk about whatever we're going to talk about. That's it. Until next time, I'm the Pickle Bandit. And I'm the Bandit. And thank you for not being bored while listening to The Sandwich Board. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah,